Welcome to Planet of the Climates Live. This is a little bit more of an informal community discussion compared to our usual full podcast episodes. And what this does is it lets us connect with you in real time, have conversations a little bit more impromptu. We can talk about things as they happen, news of the day, during the day, while things are going on. And it also lets you as our listeners, as our audience, as our fellow climates, jump in the show and be a part of the podcast too. So we will flip things over now to our little weekly update. We've got lots of news, lots of things happening as usual in the Klimaverse, all kinds of stuff going on. But yeah, why don't we just rewind things a little bit first? And I don't know, hopefully I'm not putting Reg or Diamond Hands on the spot too much. We know Diamond Hands was an IDO participant, but yeah, why don't you just look back the last, you know, two, three months, what was your best experience or your best memory, the funniest thing, the craziest thing that happened on your journey with Klima here? Oh boy. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was I was thinking about this a little bit actually last couple of days. I didn't know you were going to ask the question, but you know, I think it's just been a, like a continuous journey. I'm the type of person that tends to kind of go down rabbit holes a little mm-hmm. bit, and crypto has been just like an incredible rabbit hole in total. But Klima just took it to a whole new level. Like I would never have expected to be uh, actually participating in a DAO. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard Bankless talking about DAOs all summer and. I didn't quite see myself participating, I guess. And it just happened so, you could say organically, just like I would not have seen myself being on a podcast ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? And so I think it's opened up a whole new chapter in my life, frankly, and and has exposed me to people all around the world who I can, you know, say are, are my friends now. You know, just knowing them for a few months online. You know, when you're working towards a common goal, it really... Uh, I think brings out the best in people. And, you know, I just get more and more excited about Klima. <clears throat> you know, as the price goes down, I get more and more excited. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I'm just kidding. But, you know, but seriously, I mean, who cares? I don't hear anyone talking about the price in the, in the contributor server because everyone is so, you know, passionate about the project and kind of has this feeling that you're onto something and like, this is going to be big. Like, you'd almost think back, like, I wonder how people like, you know, in Google or Apple felt, you know, or other big tech companies or, you know, cutting edge yeah. stuff, how they felt when they were a group of like 30 yeah. people and, uh, and developing something, you know, cause they knew it was going to be good. It just required work. It required innovation. It required building, you know, people to have, you know, aligned beliefs and buy-in from the, and the, the, you know, the greater public. And I kind of see that happening mm-hmm. here and it's just so exciting to be, uh, a part of that early on in a project and actually, you know, contributing something. So I think, uh, that in total is what has really got me. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. So diamond hands besides, you know, being pretty damn lucky and being in on the IDO there, any other stories that jump out at you that were just so fun or funny? Well, um, for me, it was really interesting that because of my account, I get scrutinized from time to time. Like when I post rebases, like there are people who think that I'm bragging. There are people who think that I am spewing nonsense. It's really fun. Like the whole idea of it was really just to document my journey of like, you know, in Klima, doing my tree tree, doing my nine nine to make sure that, you know, I, I grow my stack and in a very safe way. Right. And during the past two months, right. Well, I can tell you, it felt like it has been almost a year. Or even more than that. I, and truly, like, I, I resonate with what uh, Reg had said. Uh, uh, even on Twitter itself, I've made friends over the world. 
it's constantly a learning process. I've never expected to learn so much, you know, just by Twitter. But if you ask me something funny would be how the price change a person's uh, reaction. I would think that's funny. Mm. Like, like I've got followers who are like, you know, huge fans of me when we first started out, you know, when prices of Klima was all time high. Subsequently, when the price dipped to about thousand five ish they were like yeah they, you know they were still nice but when the moment the price dropped to like uh, like the current price point right now they were like mm, this is a scam this is a ponzi this is a rat pool and stuff like that like like all sorts of fucks would just come out of, the, yeah. out of nowhere so it's like the same person who had so much conviction with me just suddenly switched sides out of the blue just because of the price dip but when you're trying to explain to people about the matrix uh, of climate how resilient and how healthy the the treasury is, right? It was just like no, it's so fake. It's 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 a Ponzi. And I realized one mm-hmm. thing, right? High APY equals Ponzi. Price dip is Ponzi. <laughs> yes, yes. Price stagnant is Ponzi. Like everything is Ponzi. It's so funny that there's never one way to make anyone happy. Even price high, people will be like, oh, price need to come down. And price go down, they'll be like, oh, price needs to go up. So it's just funny the way things are happening on Twitter itself. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think, yeah, my own little memories, uh, like I wasn't in on the IDO, but yeah, I got in on the LBP and I just remember when that closed on Copper Launch on September 17th, which I do remember. I remember that 323 closing price too. I just remember like in the Discord server, it was just like a wild party and everybody was just so happy and just with how that process went and just really felt like there's a something going on here. It's like a pretty cool community. And yeah, I think that vibe is just, you know, Maybe it's not been as intense as that moment, but it's kind of carried on for the last two and a half months just as well as it did during that copper launch. So, yeah, it's all about the community, all about those shared, you know, common values and visions that uh, Reg talked about there, too. And just, you know, making things happen like we're all collaborating and building on each other's ideas and just pretty proud about what we've done here with this podcast too is just like a little seed of an idea like let's hang out on twitter spaces and then boom we've got you know the official uh klima community podcast we've got three or four episodes under our belt now yeah so pretty hyped about the strength of the community here but yeah let's keep our weekly update rolling here we've got you know news and little updates for you things you might have missed so i'm gonna flip things back over to uh reg if you've got a few little points you want to highlight yeah, we had a um, kind of a, a small collaboration with the Manifest protocol, which they're kind of designing uh, wearable NFTs in the metaverse. And then their their kind of twist is that they are also redeemable for physical items sent to you. So we they design these uh, cool T-shirts that have uh, Klima and Manifest uh, logos on them. And uh, they use the proceeds to purchase Klima and put in their treasury uh, to signal their support for, for our mission. And... Um, so that occurred just a few days ago, five days ago, and we actually had a winner uh, we, uh, from our last yes. spaces, Chef J, 28. So he's one, we'll contact him and uh, let him know that he won an NFT from our last uh, Twitter spaces. We'll go, moving on, so there was an announcement um, about uh, change in bond capacity. So this is going to shift into the policy side of things yeah. for a second. And I can kind of dive into more detail about this later if someone has questions about it. But basically, you know, Klima grows its treasury by bonding. And without getting into all the details, we've got three different bonds and we can kind of shift our priorities around depending on what we need at the time. And uh, for the first little while in the protocol, we prioritize liquidity. So, you know, when you go and trade on SushiSwap, you're interacting with our liquidity pools. 
and that was really important to build up early on. But now we're really focused on carbon primarily, building up our BCT stores, which increase the backing of all the Klima tokens. And so we just uh, increased the capacity of that one more. And uh, we've seen the BCT price increase on mm-hmm. chain, which is the main mission of Klima, right? We'll drive up the price of pollution and, and base carbon tons. And we saw that quite dramatically just over the last uh, two days with the price increasing pretty much a, almost a dollar, I think. Really incredible the amount of power that Klima has uh, is starting to exert over the carbon markets, basically. And so when the price goes up on chain, people start to move their carbon tons from the traditional world onto Polygon. Yes, yeah. And then we buy it. <laughs> so it's had a, it's just had an incredibly measurable effect. And so I'm really, um, really proud of the team and, uh, and they're carefully monitoring th- these things. So yeah, if anyone has questions about that, we can certainly dive in later but for now i'll turn it back over to diamond hands yeah. yes that's my time right now so recently klima was invited to be one of the guest uh, speaker for the un blockchain uh, webinar and uh, it was really interesting because the un blockchain group actually hosted a webinar and discussed like how blockchain technologies is going to contribute as resp- and respond to the challenges uh, posted by climate change so we were really honored to have marcus Schilling. <laughs> I don't know, Klima for the, like, I think for like over 20 minutes to really explain what Klima is all about. And of course, this is not something that's brand new, but, you know, it's really getting traction online and we're hitting mainstream media. And that's really, really good news for us. Again, I feel that this is, um, everything takes time. A lot of people are so worried about price, right? But the truth is, all this needs time to reflect, especially now with Christmas coming, you know, Christmas just around the corner, New Year's as well. I personally feel that uh, this is just me, my most personal opinion. I think that things will start to reflect come January. And I, I do heard there's some good news coming soon for January, which I'll cover later. Yeah. So on another end, uh, what I also know that uh, the contributor server is actually open for applications right now. And I'm, I'm trying to apply as well to see where can I contribute in the contributor server. And just recently... Uh, we had this really amazing uh, community event, Klima Income Finance Poker Night. And it was really amazing. We had 80 over people coming on board uh, from both DAOs, you know, and, you know, trying their very best to win the prize. And the winner was Wolf. Um, I'm not sure whether he's in today. Uh, he won over, tr- uh, in total, there's over $3,000 of prizes was given away. We had, uh, there was uh, income cuts as, uh, NFTs as well as BCT as the price. So I think he won approximately around $1,900 worth, which is a Gold Genesis income card with about 175 BCT. Yeah, pretty sweet. That was the main price. And of course, you know, when it comes to numbers, it's that's my 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 specialty. We are already approaching 60,000 Klima holders and which is, that's still amazing. Like even though a lot of people are talking, oh, price did, but you know, we are still growing in terms of people believing in you know, the, the mission and the vision of Klima. So that's something that's really heartwarming to see as well. Uh, two things that I heard through the vines, we are going to have Playground soon. So if you guys don't know what's, uh, what Playground is all about, essentially, you probably have seen you know, like uh, those Excel spreadsheets, calculators to do you know, how to 3-3, how to 9-9, uh, you know, projections of your, your future stack and, and, you know, stuff like that, right? And But it's all over the place. Like, everyone has a particular, like, objective to try to fulfill. 
So Playgrounds essentially is trying to combine all these calculators, including uh, with the combination of Eli5 uh, education pieces, right? To really educate not just the normies, but also like, uh, like crypto natives as well. So that's something really bullish because that's essentially like an educational center or like an educational hub. Right now, I heard they already have some form of um, you know prototype website. Which, speaking of websites, what I heard as well, that might be a refresh of the Klima website. I I know a lot of people have been complaining about the website right now. It's too tacky, and I heard that they they are going to release something very soon in January as well. I I heard that someone in January. They're going to do a refresh of the Klima website, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks for those updates there, Diamond Hands. Definitely, yeah, looking forward to that. Yep. And I did just add the um, your tweet there too about Playgrounds. So if people aren't familiar with that, definitely go check it out. It's it's going to be pretty revolutionary for how people learn about Klima, the protocol, how to use it, and what everything means and how it works. And uh, it definitely takes those uh, Excel spreadsheets to the next level to help you plan uh, your interaction with the protocol. Uh, my own little updates. The role that I have on the contributor server is uh, marketing uh, research, market research. And we have actually just launched a little climate survey. So if you're on the Discord server, uh, check that out. There's an announcement. I think it went out two days ago now. And pretty proud to announce we've already got just about 500 responses in already. Uh, definitely getting that kind of response rate and that kind of data to chew on, and digest, and uh, really helps us, you know, plan and strategize and it will inform our community activities it'll inform our marketing activities it'll inform what we put on the website the types of information that climates want to have so get yourself on the discord server and get your responses into that um, climate onboarding survey too really appreciate that that'd be awesome um yeah so we're building a community here and this might be a good segue into our next guest somebody gonna invite up to uh come onto the stage here and we got announcing our very first believe it or not very first climate of the month this is a feature that we're hoping to have uh, on a regular basis and i don't know if um slapton knew this was happening or not but uh slapton i'm inviting you up to speak Slapton Schwerve is a moderator extraordinaire, uh, provides incredible um, anti-FUD measures on our server with uh, just incredible humor and all that. So let's see. First climate of the month, Slapton. If you want to uh, unmute yourself, just let me know how that, uh, how that sounds to you. Let's go, baby! <laughs> this feels good. No, I had no idea. Love Thank your you energy. So much. Thank you Love for, your energy, for the opportunity. And can I just say really quick to everybody listening, right now, if you have a reflective device in front of you, a mirror or something, look at the person looking back at you. And that person is a legend because you are a legend if you are in this oh my God. call. You are a oh. freaking legend. Oh my God, Slapton, you're awesome. This is incredible. <laughs> so for people who aren't on the Discord server, like if you've never met Slapton, let's learn a little bit about Slapton then. So, you know, tell us about yourself. Like what's your background in the crypto world? And like, when did you first stumble across Klima? Yeah, man. So um, I, I'm going to be real about my Klima journey because uh, I think a lot of people experience this. So I, I watched YouTubers for a long time and there was this one particular YouTuber named Chico Crypto. I'm sure you guys have heard of. Yes. Yeah. And he was going nuts about this project. And I didn't know anything about it. All I knew it was 36K APY. And I said, yup. And I aped into it. <laughs> I didn't know anything. I didn't know that 
what Klima stood for. I didn't even know really what a carbon credit was. And I just wanted that juicy APY. And I remember I spent like five hours with my brother and my friend who's like a crypto veteran. And we were trying to figure out how to get on Polygon for super cheap, you know, mm. and that was like, a, that's, that's fun to me. So then we get, I get in and I start like reading and I go to the policy channel and there's like really smart people in there. If you guys have never been in the policy channel and in, in the, in the discord. And, uh, I was, just, yes. I was hooked, man. I was hooked because they were talking about all these complicated game theories, like all this stuff. And I was just, it was a pl an intellectual playground. And the more I dove in, I kept being like, you know, this thing might have a chance. I just thought it was an, like a, I was going to farm it for APY and be out in a couple months. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be real with you. And as I dug in, I was like, wait a minute, this actually makes sense. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is like really brilliant. And I was like, oh my God, like what have I aped into? This is the honest truth is I became, this is the word obsessed with this project. <laughs> I'm like in the discord right now when I'm not working, I'm in the discord when I'm working, I'm in the discord. If I go out hiking, yes. I keep my phone with me. I'm in the discord. I am super obsessed with the project. I'm obsessed with everything around game theory and carbon credits. And it's just like intellectually stimulating to the nth degree. So, um, oh. my first DeFi pro, uh, my first, uh, you know, DAO that I've been involved with at all. I knew a little bit about mm -hmm. Olympus. I wasn't in it. And I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of one because I, I do hold it in high regard. I think it's super special. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. I think we're all uh, hooked on Klima, get hooked on Discord with what's going on in there. And yeah, so this is just to you know give a chance to celebrate you and thank you for your contributions to the Discord server and the community and the culture that we're building there. You know, they can be, you know, you can uh, work the memes and still have some, you know, some real substance there. Like you're talking about the policy channels and all that. Like there's a lot more going on than just the APY. There's a lot more going on than just the tree tree memes and all that for yeah, sure. Yeah, but those memes. Yeah, and you went from ape to climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But those Sorry. memes oh, are important. Those memes are important. We can't discount those memes. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just meat space, right? If we're just substance without the memes, mm -hmm. we're meat space. There was a funny conversation that we I remember having that the World Bank was saying that oh, we should do less meme. And Archie was like, no, memes are funny. We need to continue doing memes. That's how we stand out. That was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I like, and I'm going to say this loosely, like be human, right? It's there, there aren't the corporate constraints that you technically experience in the meat space world. Like there is a level of degen that is accepted here, even promoted, right? It's like, it's a, it's a beautiful blend of, 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 of personality and, and intellectualism that I think is like wonderful. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. It's, um, People have a certain level of freedom uh, to express themselves uh, in ways that they wouldn't do in the, you know, during regular meetings. So I think um, I think it's fantastic. No, memes memes are just um, uh, you know so important because you can speak a truth if you can make it funny, true, a little bit biting. Like it's so it's such an effective means of communication, you know. And and so uh, diamond diamond hands are uh, one of our one of our meme. Meme Lord, Meme Lord. <laughs> but uh, Slapton, I want to ask you, uh, how excited are you about the Dark Forest channel in uh, in the Discord channel? It is probably my favorite thing in the world right now. If you guys don't know what that is, so I mod, right? And and one of the things that happens is you get these certain people who are negative, right? And that's that's cool. I'm negative sometimes, but some people are persistently negative, obstinately negative. I mean, if price goes up, they're negative. We can go up enough. It went down. Then there's, you know, there's problems with the protocol, et cetera, et cetera. If it's too cold outside, the devs did something. And and their mission seems to be to, like, just spread this FUD, right? So you got to be patient because these are people and, and you got to respect that people are going through their own stuff. But 
typically what we were doing was warning, muting, eventually banning. But, you know, this is way better. So now what happens is yeah. if you're somebody who persistently FUDs and violates the, uh, the the terms of the server, assuming you don't do anything egregious, you become the uh, denizen. You become an inhabitant of a ma magical, mystical place called the Dark Forest. And in the Dark Forest, all of the best fudders congregate and uh, they try to rehabilitate themselves. So I, what's the, uh, maybe like almost a squid game sort of scenario? Would you say that's like an, an action? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fight your way out. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's what, I, here's what I don't know. Like as a mod, I can pop into the dark forest. And so I know what's going on in there and it's hilarious. The first person that got the honor of being the dark forest, I'm not gonna say who it is, but first of all, we need to remember this person's name forever in the moderators only channel. Uh, the first person who went in, He's the only one in the channel, and all he does is he posts, uh, what is it? He posts an emoji of a tree. Yes. It was a solitary tree. And in that, like, so this dude went from, like, swearing at moderators, swearing at the protocol. He gets put in the dark forest, and within 15 minutes, he's posting emojis of trees, which shows the rehabilitative power of this thing. Yeah. Yes. He, he redeemed himself. Re regenerative. <laughs> regenerative uh, discord. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. That's really funny that we yeah. put him in Discord jail and sent. Yeah. And that's, it's a very sustainable way of moderating, I think. It's very sustainable. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then yeah. everything that follows, I'll give people an insight. At this point, it's just a t like a, a streak of trees, people with different trees, and it's people reacting to trees with tree emojis. It's, that's the whole thing right now. It is blissful. <laughs> <laughs> so look at that. This, this person was like on the edge of being banned, and then now they're helping to build our own meme culture from within. Yeah, right? he's doing carbon offsets uh, inside the uh, dark forest. He's, built, he's planting trees. <laughs> That tree is backed by BCT, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why BCT is pumping right now, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the dark forest. The dark forest effect. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love the dark forest. So <laughs> I know we had some other questions there for you for sure, too. So yeah, Diamond Hands, take it away, or Reg? So one thing that really stands out for me for Schlepton, right, was that he created this this week in Klima. So he really does all the updates and insights for Klima, actually, uh, especially for the community. And I'm just curious, like, what got you started doing that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. So I have, like, a kind of an interesting background. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm. if you guys don't know, I have a YouTube channel. I'm pretty much docs. My face is out there. I was a streamer with the same uh, handle as Slapped and Schwerb, so I never had a problem being docs. I've been known kind of in the, in the internet space in some regard or another. I don't really care. So I have a background, kind of. I, I, I did have a film background. I used to work in the in Hollywood in the entertainment industry, and I did a lot of film uh, production. Yeah, and I'm I'm also an educator now, so that's like that's what I do as my job. So those two things kind of matched up, and I was like, I was just really obsessed with Klima and and learning about everything. And I saw the same questions get asked again and again. And the first one I did was on rap state Klima, and a lot of it was just an exercise for me to understand what was happening. <laughs> and I was just excited that I knew what it was. I I knew what an index was, and I wanted to share it with everybody. Guys, I'm not joking. I was hiking when Klima came out and I would meet guys on the top of a mountain and I would start talking to them about Klima. Like it, it, wow. it was peak degeneracy. Like, you know, I'd be like, so have you guys heard about crypto? Let me tell you about Klima. Like I was just excited to tell people about it. And so um, logically I was like, well, I got to do something. I want to explain this to people. So I started, ma I made that one video and then I made uh, one about dilution and that, mm -hmm. that has like almost 3,000 views right now. That actually got passed around the DAO community because it was a concept that was not being explained properly or, or adequately. And a lot of people had questions yeah, about it. Yeah. And so from there, I was hooked, you know, and um, 
it, as a mod now, it actually does help me because you, you can type the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Or I can say, yes. check out this link, you know? Um, so I did one last night. I usually do them late in the morning. Um, like a, my sleep schedule is disaster now that I mod. So it's like four, four <laughs> in the morning I was up. You can tell how tired I am by like my voice in the, in the videos. And like I was just explaining RFV and like a bank run scenario because that's been asked like a thousand times, right? But the weekend clean, this weekend clean is probably the, the marquee thing right now that I'm most proud mm -hmm. of. And I do think that if you don't have time, because I'm spending probably 40 to 50 to 60 hours in the Discord, just keeping up with things. And I know people have lives and aren't as insane as I am. So that's like a seven to eight minute rundown every week of the of what we believe, team believes, you know, people in the community Discord believe are the most important things that go on in, in, in uh, clean or give or take. So. It's so important uh, developing a link between the community. What, like, what's actually going on in Discord? What's the community sentiment? What are people asking about? And then bringing that to everyone to look at, and then also reflect on, and then also bring it to the contributors, you know, and, and the core team because they're all watching too, you know. And, and so it's really great to develop that link. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you you kind of touched on this already there, Slapton. But I mean, you know, we talked about sixty. You know, Diamond Hands talked about sixty thousand climates, and I think we've got about forty one thousand in the Discord server alone. I'm just curious, you know, because you're saying you get these questions over and over and over, but yeah, you also get these, you know, futters over and over too. Like, how do you like, you know, keep your cool and you're always just responding with something that's like hilarious and disarms people and kind of you're you're going with their energy right back at them, but then turning it against them or I don't know how you do. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, I can. I I have a really I have an a, an answer for this. So, um, when before I was a mod, I I was you know I am probably the the opposite person of who you would think would become a mod because I spent the better part of my teens and twenties trolling all sorts of online forums. <laughs> like I am a troll, like make no mistake about it. So when I see this troll energy, I don't fight it. I understand it. I know exactly what yeah. it is because it's me. And so, um, I have a soft spot for these, for these guys. And, wow, yeah. and, and really what it is, is like, if you give a troll what they want, everybody knows this, right? If you give a troll what they want, you're, you're just incentivizing them to keep being a troll. So like what would happen? The only thing that ever stopped me when I was trolling was someone to be like, that's cool. Like, be calm to me and accept my troll. That defeats the whole purpose yeah. of a troll. Yes. You take taking the wind out of the sails or yeah. what's the point, right? So there's yeah. that. I also think that ridiculous people are hilarious because I think I am one. Like, <laughs> I, I sincerely mean that. Like ridiculous energy, ridiculous. <laughs> Some of the most ridiculous people in our server, I can't get enough of. It's the challenge of it. And I don't. I wouldn't say that I, I never lose my cool. I actually had a, like a day, uh, I don't know, a couple of days back. <laughs> I was sleep deprived. It was like one of the days when price was going down. And I was just like, I had enough. It was like the same couple people with toxic FUD. And I was just like, I had to step away from the computer and be like, you know what, man, not in the right mind space right now. I, I buys in the, in the chat. I buys a mod too. We, we always say, bring it on. If you got some good FUD, actually, we want to hear it. Like if it's, in, yes. yeah, if, it's in, yeah, if, if it's intelligent FUD, bring it. And I mean that sincerely, like be civil, but bring it. That's the fun of modding. I, I think that's the key. I think that's the key. If someone comes in and has legitimate questions or, you know, Maybe they start off strong, but then like once you start talking to them, engaging with them, kind of trying to explain, you know, give you, give a response to their problems. If they get disarmed and they start to engage, I mean, that happens all the time, right? People come on, come in a little hot and then they cool off and we have a nice conversation. Yeah, but 
I think when people kind of really their mission is to troll, that's, you know, that's when the dark forest awaits. Dark forest awaits for you, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the troll. Yeah, the other thing is, uh, is just, you know, and I understand this, but, you know, sometimes people invest more than they should and the price doesn't go the way they want. And so, like, that's just the, I think that's the darkest. I feel bad for those people more than anything. And I, I just yeah. try to, I try to figure out why they're doing what they're doing. And, and, I, and if you've seen me model, I'll, I'll ask that. I'm like, it's a sincere question. Like, what's your intention? Like, mm-hmm. why are you saying all these nasty things about Klima or the devs? Like, what do you want, friend? <laughs> like, really, yeah, yeah. like reminding them, like, this isn't going to get you your end result of making the price go up. You're just butting your own bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, true. Totally, man. Totally, like, I mean, I've invested totally. in um, equ- yeah, yeah, equities for over 10 years now. And like, I've had some tremendous losers, you know, like just terrible investment choices. And I've, and I've held on to them for two or three years. I mean, I never thought about going into an online forum and like <laughs> complaining about it, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I just kind of like mumped my gums and like moved on or like sold at a loss or something. And like, Oh, I guess I learned an expensive lesson there, you know, but like, yeah. so diff- definitely a different dynamic in crypto where everyone is just so connected. I mean, you can like, you know, talk to the founder easily, you know, of any, most projects you're involved in and really have a direct link to uh, the people sort of who, you know, who have a deep understanding of the protocol. And so I think a lot of people get it, you know, like a lot of people kind of come on and we see a lot of community members educating other community members. Um, and so really, really fantastic uh, community we have. And um, also very transparent too, you know, like there's not a ton that goes on behind closed doors or if it starts out that way a little bit, you know, just because it has to, it gets opened up to the community very quickly. So I've been quite impressed with how transparent uh, the community is. Yeah. And I like the way you ended your last video there too, Slapton, because I think, I don't know, maybe I'm misquoting it, but you basically just said, you know, you are the DAO, right? Yeah. It's like, that's so true. I think that's like uh, something that it's such a new idea, this idea of a DAO that people are, and understandably looking up to like the team, the core team, because they do have a little bit more power than people do right now. And they kind of think like, I'm along for the ride and and these people are going to bring me to wealth or ruin or whatever. Um, and it's, it's true to some degree, but I think it's just going to take people a little bit to realize that, like we just said, you are the DAO. And if you are ever confused about like, what does that mean? How can I contribute? Like, even if you're not officially in a contribution channel, like Mm -hmm. just be positive in chat, educate people, uh, either on the discord or in real life. Like you have no idea how much effect that has. If we all actually did that, if all 40,000 people in that Discord took some time out of their day to explain Klima on the Discord or in their real life to people, that network effect. You are literally the DAO. Everybody listen, you are the DAO. Yeah. Like, yeah. So so speaking of moderators, right? Like, I'd like to ask you two questions. Mm-hmm. So the first question I'd like to ask is, what was your best moment you had being a moderator? Like, Like, if you were to take, you know, take time out and do the thing that one moment that you felt like damn that was the was the best moment you ever had as being a moderator yeah so yeah. the second one the second question to follow up is then what was the worst moment like damn why why do i decided to become a moderator yeah so this is the yeah. question i want to post to you good 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 so i'll, I'll shout out i buy again because he and i have been uh pretty tight we're actually in a we're in a text chat right now on the internet so um <laughs> He's, uh, he's, if you guys ever need help with your online wallets or if your wallets are compromised, he's the dude to go to. So 
this is no joke. There was a guy who came to me, he DM me. He was like, I think I just got compromised. I'm out like 50, 60. No, it was like a hundred K. And he's like, what can you do for me? I was like, Coming to voice, yeah, yeah. I was in a voice chat. I was in the Climate Clubhouse voice chat. If you guys don't know where that is, it's just it's a it's a public voice chat. You guys can chill in there whenever you want. Mods are often in there just hanging out, playing games. But anyway, I said, come in there. iBuy was in there. The dude drops in, and I was like, explain to iBuy what happened. And iBuy walks him through the process. It was all I heard the whole thing. Patiently, professionally walks into the process, and it si doesn't save everything. Some of it got ganked, but he saved them. I think what twenty k, something like that, forty k of his assets. Wow. And like, that was massive, man. Like, uh, not that I was the, the, the main guy, but to help facilitate, I buy to do that was the coolest moment because it was so tangible. Like I just saved some, <laughs> and here's the best part is this guy was calm as a cucumber. Like you had no idea that a hundred thousand dollars were like in jeopardy. Oh so my he, God. yeah, Whoa. he DMs me later and I was like, you know, no problem, you know, not, not a deal. Like, why were you so calm? And he gave the best answer. He goes, my wife was sitting next to me and I didn't want her to know how, <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> Just keep a lid on it. Keep a lid on it. <laughs> what a legend, man. So that was, that was probably, that was one of my highlights. Um, in terms of the worst, and this is going to sound like a stock answer. Uh, I don't have a singular worst moment. The only thing is sometimes like when um you know you, you just get exhausted like when price go down if you guys didn't know if you're not in server server can get can get rough particularly in trading and mm -hmm. i have been short with people and, and i think that's really it is when i look back it's just like i don't even know if ego gets in the way sometimes i really try hard not to let ego get in the way i think it's a massive problem of like mod, mod, uh, mods you got to let everything mm -hmm. roll off your back i'm sure ego has hit me once or twice and i was I probably muted somebody i've only banned i think like three people in my life that's, um, that's impressive yeah. but i think that would probably be the worst it's just those those days of fud and price go down and then just the relentless kind of people assault you they say nasty things and eventually you just get worn down well, Slapton, I mean, you're right there, right on the front lines, dealing with the FUD, dealing with the full Discord server there. And uh, yeah, I think we couldn't possibly have picked a better, you know, very first climate of the month here for sure. Definitely, yeah, big shoes to fill for anybody else coming on board in uh, 2022. But you're definitely, you know, embodying and bringing that uh, climate spirit to life. Climates helping climates. We're all together. Congratulations, sir. Thank you guys so much yeah. for the time. Thank you for really, really yeah. excited and really thankful to have you in the main Discord. Like you got you have your king. Like literally, like there are days where I, you know, I get so tired when I go into the Discord to hear all the fuds, and you are crushing it every single day, right? Do take care <laughs> of yourself, man. Like we we need you here. Like really, really, you are a key or even a star player right now in the Discord, and I can't say enough how appreciative we are here the three of us I, I i think i can speak for the three of us that you're you're really a king here and and please take care of yourself because we need you for the long we are here for the long haul right we're here for, yep. for ages right and we definitely need you around yeah 100 percent. and yeah let's just keep hanging out and chatting too but we're gonna flip things over to a q a session you're on late night talk radio with kuma dao <laughs> That, that's a nice thing to it. I am killing the dad jokes tonight, I think. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> What's shaking crypto strong? You've got a question for the slapped in or for your co hosts here? Hey, guys, can you hear me? You bet. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Uh, I, I did have a quick question. I'm just wondering if Klima is looking to do any sort of other 
collabs with other DAOs that are maybe online or perhaps coming online that are in a similar uh, similar line of work that that what Clean is doing, where you're doing carbon offsets, and there could be another DAO that's uh, looking to make the the world a better place for us. To speak on that, uh, from what as far as I understand, right. Definitely, the DAO is really open. Uh, Klima is really open to partner with other DAOs as well. Like, that's how we got the income finance poker night, right? Hint, hint, wing, wing. I'm not sure whether we have uh, NFT from there. You know, you know, if you know income finance, they do poker NFT. So, I'm not sure whether that's something in the pipeline. That might be an alpha for you. Just keep your eyes open. But definitely, yes, I, from what I understand, they are really open. Uh, Klima is really open to partner with such protocols. Uh, having said that, uh, because... A lot of them are still in the um in the pipeline of really setting it up. So we are just waiting for them to uh, to get ready. Then we can definitely open up a conversation from there and see whether it's something that's feasible for us to do partnership again. As a DAO, as far as I know from Klima, we are really open to partnerships. Uh, and to really everyone serving the same same goal, right? To fight climate mm-hmm. change. So definitely, this is something that we are definitely open to. Yeah, I think uh, just to add on to that for a second, I think um, what I've really kind of noted is that this is a completely open, you know, in traditional finance, they would call this like a greenfield space where there's just a ton of open area for people to build. Uh, There's not like a, it's not a well-defined market. Like you're not opening up a fast food restaurant in a small town, right? Where there's already three other fast food restaurants. Like you're not fighting for market share because you know, we're the first ones and everyone else is like part of the first ones building here. And, um, it's, it's going to be such a huge market, the carbon market, it already is a huge market, obviously, but as the carbon market grows, blockchain market will grow and it will just be a massive, massive opportunity. So from our standpoint, we understand that we're not going to be the only, climate protocol there's already several other great protocols that are uh being built right now and so we fully have the mindset of working together uh because uh, as we all work together it being such a new and innovative thing that we have to make sure that uh we're all working together uh, towards this common goal and finding synergies where we can a little bit of competition is not bad obviously right but definitely we're looking for those synergies uh you can look at the other DeFi space to kind of get a, a preview, you know, if you look at Olympus and the ecosystem that's formed around Olympus, I mean, I think it'd be reasonable to hope mm-hmm. for something similar in terms of Klima, you know, in terms of Klima being a center of, you know, the refi space to a degree, but uh, just in terms of it being kind of the reserve asset and uh, the most established, you know, pools of liquidity and whatnot. Yeah, and I can I can point people too to our latest conversation, episode three. It's up there in the tweets there too with Dionysus. My favorite takeaway from that conversation with Dionysus was how the entire Klima team actually started off as competitors. <laughs> so this this idea that you know we're going to say oh it's you know just us or it's our sandbox and we don't want other people to play in it. That's a hundred percent kind of one hundred and eighty degrees away from the ethos of uh, the founders of Klima too, because they really found a way to work together. And I think growing the space only makes things better for sure. Yeah, if you have a follow up crypto, you can hit us with that too. Or- yeah, that, thank you guys. That was awesome. Uh, and, and I am interested in collabs with other DAOs that perhaps benefit the the climate. Um, but I was more concerned or, or really inquisitive about the the partnerships with off chain companies who are interested in benefiting the climate, 
by investing in Klima? Well, um, so in terms of the blockchain space, you know, uh, Diamond Hands mentioned income finance earlier as an early supporter. But in terms of meat space, no, not to my knowledge. But I do understand that there are several ongoing discussions with you know organizations and investment firms in meat space who do want to uh, take part in what Klima is doing. Because you know a lot of big money is investing in Klima. I know I'm getting a little bit away from your question, but a lot of big money is investing in Klima. Because it gives them exposure to an increasing basket of carbon assets that will diversify over time. I think a lot of the finance people get it, people in the carbon finance and in, in the meat space. And so we're, I think the partnerships are mainly focused on um, on those fronts at this time. Understood. Appreciate that, guys. Yeah, happy to chat. Hey, bud. Hey, um, this is Fawad. Um, so uh, I've been looking into Klima like, um, you know, this past week and trying to ask questions and find out more about the projects. I really care about the climate, but I also care about making money at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I heard like um, there's some plans put in place and, you know, some exciting stuff coming up in January. So I was hoping to find out what that was. If you guys are able to comment on it. And I saw like there was a, a stream um, with the World Bank. Yes. Or, um, and with the you know, UN, with the UN as well, so that was kind of cool to see. So, if you guys want to, you know, comment on these two things, if possible. Yeah, well, I would say definitely, you know, check out our previous episodes on the podcast here too. Not to always be self-promoting, but we've had we'll some do, great, we'll do. Yep. yeah, some, we've had some great guests there too. So that includes like Joseph Pallant from the Blockchain for Climate Foundation. So it's just um, a lot going on in the space, and it's happening quicker than I think anybody on the Klima team really would have hoped or imagined that it could happen. So it's really exceeding our expectations. So that potential for for the regulatory carbon credits instead of just the voluntary carbon credit market that we're in right now. So that's definitely one major thing. I don't know if, yeah, yeah. Reg or Diamond has, you want to elaborate or add anything? Sure. Else? Yeah. There's, I mean, listen, we love talking about bullish events in Klima. So this, this, is, no, this is no problem to talk about. So um, gold standard is one of the things that's happening in January. We, we think, so... You can never put a, a time, a, like a date on these kinds of things, um, but credits from the new standard will begin coming on chain. Uh, this may form, I'm not sure the details yet, but it may form either a new pool of carbon and a new asset that we can bond, or it may contribute to an existing pool, and it may have an effect of increasing the price of that pool depending on the price of the carbon in meat space. So this is, I mean, this is a hugely dynamic and complex set of economic issues, but yeah, that's why it's um, taking me so long to wrap my head around yeah, a lot of yeah, this nothing, stuff. And it's all new, too, right? so, Yeah, it's all new. I mean, more or less, right? So you can't really even look back in time and, and try and find a, an analogous, you know, process, you know, business startup that did this. So, but, you know, we think that a couple things are happening basically to put it at a higher level, like, there will be increasing resiliency or maybe diversification would be a better way of saying it in terms of the carbon assets that are coming on chain. And they're generally going to be higher priced carbon credits or more valued carbon offset credits. And then there's going to be compliance markets. So this is the big carbon market in the world where governments mandate. So to reduce pollution, They've said that each year they're going to reduce the total pollution in their countries over like a 10 to 15, 20 year period, right? And so they have these targets. And so the way they kind of accomplish that is they say, okay, everyone in the industry, you have this much pollution you can admit. 
And if you don't emit that much, then you can sell it. So it's like an incentive to reduce your pollution. And if other companies can't reduce it, they have to buy it. And so they have to spend more money because they're polluting more. So it's trying to kind of change the economics of pollution in this way. And every year they reduce it a little bit, the overall uh, caps. So the issue is that they're very hard to buy and sell. Like you have to be, you know, in the country and, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of, I think there may be quite a bit of fees involved and, and so on. You know, these are big companies trading large amounts, right? So, so um, like, it, are all countries participating um, in this, or um, is just? Well, I don't think all. Countries. I don't think all, but most. Of the, you know, the G seven, the major major companies, the EU. Yeah. You know, Southeast Asia. Anyway, I yeah, do. Most, I, I do know, right? So I do know, like, uh, and I've read some articles where you know England is planned to go all, um, you know, renewable energy on 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 motor vehicles by twenty thirty. You know, some stuff like that. So our targets like these is like carbon credits, a big part of it, because they're participating in that. And essentially they have to, you know, the, the carbon that they emit, they end up essentially have to pay for that. I don't know if that's like a basic question. but No, no, no. There's no, listen, none of us are experts in the carbon <laughs> market. So we're all trying to learn like as fast as we can. So I may not have the complete answers uh, for that. But just to get back to the uh, blockchain thing. So. Yeah, so these 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 things are kind of hard to trade, and they're and they're you know they have to be like one off. If if a government wants to sell its excess credits to another government, another country, they have to do like a you know a, a bilateral deal. There's no real like global mechanism, as far as I know, to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so recently, the UN uh, helped uh, kind of make the framework for a global mechanism. And in that, for carbon this, trading. Yeah, for, for carbon trading, right. And so in this, this allows us to bring it on chain now, uh, basically. So what better venue to trade this globally than on a blockchain, right? You have mm-hmm. uh, no double spending. You have everything's uh, transparent. Um, there's mm-hmm. very low fees. There's no, you know, per- I mean, you can create permissions. So like with these types of things, they're basically uh, NFT, a special NFT protocol where you can potentially auction it only to a certain whitelisted address. If they do want to do just a deal between like Great Britain and the United States, for example, they could do that. But there's going to be a lot of countries who just want to sell it on the open market. They say, hey, we've got these excess credits and we're just going to get the best price we can for them. So we're going to put it up on, you know, OpenSea, for example. I mean, literally, they could put it up on OpenSea, right? And, um, and then there'll be an auction for it. It could be a Dutch auction, whatever. And Klima can buy them, right? Mm-hmm. And we can say we're going to be a buyer of those credits as well. And we'll create a method of you know, creating liquidity for them. And then um, we can kind of take part in that market. And so that, that's going to be a big opportunity for us. But, so you uh, talked about like, um, you know, a lot of the new pools coming in, you know, a lot of more valuable carbon credits coming into the market. Who are, are we partnering with a certain entity that's helping us transition to this or? Yeah, so there's, um, well, we have advisors. So there are people in, um, in who kind of help advise. So there's founders of Dow who are experts in carbon markets, first of all. And then we do also have like kind of a bigger advisory group that help uh, with traditional carbon market knowledge and um, uh, looking into this. Uh, the people who we don't actually bring the stuff on chain, though, right? We don't generate them in real life yet. Uh, which is another bit of alpha, and then um, we don't uh, we don't actually bridge them on chain. So we're kind of a little bit arm's length on that kind of stuff. But we would help partner with indiv- with uh, protocols who are looking to become uh, bridges, 
and of course, uh, buy tokenized credits if they're verified. Mm. If we, you know, if they have the uh, a high level of methodology that mm. um, creates confidence mm. in the tokens. So yeah, we would definitely <clears throat> uh, partner with people on that. Front. Just just like we partner with Toucan right now. Yeah? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's one last question, I guess. <laughs> um, how serious have you guys seen the UN uh, get about you know looking into carbon credits and how important they are? Well, they have, um, yeah, they have whole working groups. I mean, they literally have a working group on blockchain and car and climate. Um, but the, the climate change has been a big focus of the UN, um, for years. Um, I think that the role, you know, so we don't want to necessarily overhype things like the World Bank or the UN. These are basically like, you know, international agencies, right? Um, mm -hmm. but, but they're not going to be, you know, buyers themselves, to my knowledge, right? Uh, but what they do do is they can create legitimacy. They can help yeah. spread the word. They can make governments feel comfortable interacting with us. Yes. You know, and so I think that's the role they play. That's why we're spending mm -hmm. time in uh, educating mm -hmm. them, being open to speaking with them. Um, so it's a very important role. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm really hoping that you guys, you know, continue to make that relationship with them because that would be kind of huge, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, the core team is like just a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thank you, man. Thanks for your answers. That um, I mean, I learned a lot from just these five minutes. So, oh, awesome! Thank you for thank you for joining us, and thank you for uh, yeah stepping up with your questions there too. Oh, oh, and then I could I think the other piece that I wanted to add about like what's going on in January, just uh, regarding the podcast, we can confirm that our first booked guest for january is none other than archimedes so that's if you're not familiar archimedes is our you know uh kind of prime climate uh, the core of the core team there too and he's going to be looking forward to chatting with us and shedding some light on what some of those next steps are and what some of those uh, next milestones are that the uh Dao could be hitting in early 2022 yep and i will be asking the hard questions about world banks UN and stuff like this would like to make sure you guys get the alpha you need. Always diamond hands with the tough questions <laughs> every time. <laughs> All right. So yeah. yeah, everybody, thank you very much. This has been Planet of the Climates Live. This is our more casual, more informal community podcast where we're connecting with you live on Twitter Spaces. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, if that's what you do, and Happy New Year, too. And we'll look forward to hanging out, chilling and chatting here on Klima Twitter Spaces again in 2022. You have a good one.